You're listening to the Down the Pub Podcast, Canada's premier football show. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Welcome to this episode of the Down the Pull podcast. I am your host, Anthony Abbott. Um, on this episode, I am joined by Pacific FC player, CPL champion, and 32nd best player in the Canadian Premier League, Josh oh, yeah. Sherrod. <laughs> Thank you for having me, yeah. No worries, buddy. I'm so, uh, I'm so excited to have you on. It's, uh, it, I've wanted to have you on for a while, so it's, uh, it's, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So, um, CPL champion, how cool is it to hear yeah. that? And uh, has it sunk in yet? Uh, it feels great. Yeah, I'm finally coming down from the high. Uh, you know, it's, like we work, it, it's been a long 10 months and you work all season and, and Pa every day is like, you know, this, it's all for, it's all for something. It's all for something. And finally we actually get that something. And it's, it's very rare, I think in, in football in general, that you actually reach that pinnacle. And so it's the first I've ever, I mean, professionally, it's the first thing I've ever won. And it's, not something I'll soon forget. And uh, yeah, it's what you work all year for and it's awesome. And it feels great. I, like I said, I'm finally coming down from it now. I, so, I say that and I'm here and I'm still got the medal <laughs> within arm's reach. Yeah. Yeah. I'm coming down for it for sure. I've got, I, I shower in this thing, Anthony. <laughs> I guess imagine you go to the grocery stores. It's like, do we get, do we get a discount for having this? <laughs> this idiot, what is this? <laughs> so um, I, I saw like, a, it, it's kind of hard when you just see stuff on video but i saw like when you flew into the airport there's people there waiting and all that kind of stuff so yeah, what, was, yeah. what was that reception like when you came through the the the, the gate at uh, uh, it's, we've got we've got some great supporters I, I i know you guys do as well out there it must be uh the coastal things right yeah exactly uh, that's it yeah we've nothing else uh, in our lives lobsters and football that's about it so <laughs> that's not a bad life though yeah. that's all right <laughs> Uh, so we, we came back and we had, we had an awesome uh, reception from our from our fans and everything and drums in the lobby of the, the airport and everything and we were exhausted too but it was like it was like oh this is pretty special we took a bunch of pictures with the trophy and, and all, with all the fans and stuff it was, yeah it was just it, it made it that much more special and uh to see the impact it has on like you know the football community on the island as well like that that that's awesome to see and to to see it grow in that sense as well well, I know that like uh, Pacifica have like a lot of underage uh, teams and stuff like that. Like, yeah. so, like they're working on building like a, a club rather than just a team. Exactly. And like seeing exactly. that little uh, the, the trophy like makes the kids kind of have that little yeah. goal to do. So like, what, what's it been like like around the around the, the city and stuff like that? Like, are you like being mobbed wherever you go? Or uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe not mobbed. We're not we're not the, we're not quite the Beatles just yet, but. Uh... <laughs> we're on the that's what we're trying to go for but uh it, it's it's been awesome and it like you said it is uh, probably similar in halifax it is quite a small football community and so if if you're in the know and you and, and you you're in the community you you kind of know everybody and so that in that sense it's been very awesome um and also for me too like i i uh i wasn't born here like but i i moved here when i was quite young and so i grew up actually on the island as well so it's a little extra special for me like because 
you know, I mean, some of these kids that are coming to see the trophy, it's like, that was, that was me. Like I was going to say not too long ago, but it's kind of quite a while ago now. Um, I think I feel. <laughs> and it, yeah, exactly. It's quite special because uh, when I was growing up and when I was our age, that's not something that like Pacific FC and this, like this, this culture and this professional organization was not something that we had. So it's, it's very cool to see, like, and be on the other side of it and kind of see like how it impacts, um, how it impacts them as well. Uh, that's one of the things like for for us here on the east coast is that like it we'll probably rarely if ever get a chance to to see an away game in pacific because yeah. it's so far away so like for for, for us people who like because i know i see people on twitter and instagram like and so i know there is a big football community but what is the what is the, the the football spirit like there in uh in victoria it's uh it's it's quite big because it's it's also too like in terms of canada like the island and then like parts of bc um it's it's one of the only places in canada you can play football all year round right in the winter time well, obviously or outside at least and uh and that has a big impact because so we're in december and there's kids out playing out, out, out there but you can't really do that anywhere else in canada so that, that has a big impact on, on on the importance of just the popularity here but I, I, as an island i think um uh football is has been huge here and there's always been that like uh, that craving and that, and that love for the game. Saying that though, I think this this thing here is uh, <laughs> oh this thing oh this old thing oh, no. <laughs> uh, is uh, is the first is like the first professional trophy that has been brought to the island since like 1925 or something. So wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So so like the um, obviously like a. A couple of, like a month ago or so, they announced that there's going to be a new franchise in BC and Vancouver, yeah. wherever that. So, how is that going to? Are people afraid of that? Or are they welcoming in the uh, the news that there's going to be like a, a close rivalry, an even closer rivalry than Calgary for you? I think I think we just embrace it and, and, and it's exciting. It's going to be another exciting game. And uh, I mean, uh, talking about going back on what you just said about like the community here, it's like that Vancouver game. Uh, what we, we, we had a sold out crowd when we played the Whitecaps at home there. It was sold out. And, and I want to say that that was one of the biggest sporting events the island scene. And hopefully now that there's going to be another Vancouver team, it's just going to continue to excite and grow the game. And we'll have more important games and exciting games like that. Hopefully ones where Pacific comes out on top. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when it comes to, when it comes to like getting players to go to Vancouver to play, that's it. It's they're at an advantage, you know, and Vancouver is a great place. So players are going to want to go there and there's a lot of good players that come out of Vancouver too. So I, I think uh, like the good thing is, is that it's going to create a more like natural rivalry. Cause like they've tried yeah. to create this thing between Halifax and Pacific, which is kind yeah. of mental when you think about it. Like it's like the, the, the yeah. coastal, whatever, like it's not going to work to be honest. Cause like there's no, uh, and, and I think we desperately need another franchise in the Maritimes so. to kind of make that little connection. Um, like Moncton, I think would be a really good spot because they have the stadium and stuff for like that. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to. It. I think it's like any kind of like little rivalry like that in football. You've got obviously the Eddies and Calvary like doing their thing. It's yeah. it's kind of yeah, nice yeah, to yeah. have that somebody to to want to beat. You know what I mean? Like just kind of the, yeah, the fans yeah, have exactly. a bit of banter. Exactly, and I think that's great. Um, yeah, they tried to do it with the Halifax, the us in Halifax. It is it is a kind of a cool, uh, cool match. Like in like. In regards to like global football, what, what is like the farthest professional game yeah. at, like in the world or something like that, right? Yeah, I mean that's I, I, there's something cool there, but you know I can't lie to you, Anthony, flying all the way to Halifax from Victoria 
and then playing in a, in a day or two or so, it's I was like I was exhausted. <laughs> oh, I can only imagine. Like like yeah. the, the I think it was the first season like the the Wanderers had to do like one where they I think they played Calgary and then you guys like directly after each other and yeah. like yeah it's brutal for the Halifax team yeah because they, they travel so much and our, the worst our away record is absolutely I'm not trying to blame it on that but it has must have something oh, to do with it because uh, I mean. What's what's the closest flight? What is it? To, it's uh, probably uh, Hamilton or York, I think. Hamilton, yeah, Ottawa. Like, and what? Yeah, and Ottawa, still yeah. what? Was it like, three, four hours? Yeah, that's another. Like, they're trying to build. Like, the the, the fans here are trying to build like a, a rivalry against Ottawa too, just because they're closest to us, and you know, it's just yeah. to have to have something. You know, that, that kind of bit of banter. But I really yeah. hope that like they they build something here in the Maritimes. Because like, how cool would it be like for Halifax to play and saying? St. John's in uh, Newfoundland. John, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was talks about that or something. Too. Maybe PEI. Well, I don't Quebec would even be a little bit better too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, uh, we, we can help and see because uh, everything just seems to be aimed towards the West right now. Like, I mean, you've got the one in yeah. Saskatchewan and then you've got the one in Vancouver. That's yeah. Talk about. So yeah, so yeah. if you if you have any inside insiders at uh, the CPL there, give them a little note. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> and also for you guys, it'd be kind of sweet to like, have a game where you can all travel to as well. That wouldn't that wouldn't be ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, you've got like six and a half thousand fans like at every game, pretty much here. Yeah. Um, well, you guys are all, you guys are awesome, yeah. yeah, and like to, to be able to take that on the road would, would be pretty cool, actually. Like, I I think I'd really enjoy it. So, um, just switching to the final itself, it was a, it was a really there was a tactical masterpiece from Pat. To be perfectly honest, like I mean, just it, it, he just played the game. You guys just played the game perfectly. But what was the kind of message? before the game like what was the like was he what was the tactical uh yeah. things you were saying to you before the game well i think the number one obviously we, we went a little bit more defensively but besides that it, our principles all stay the same it's like we, we work together we defend together and and, and we, we basically just do it all as a unit and and even though maybe like we change our tactic a little bit those like ideas that we've kind of been building building on all year kind of stayed the same and i i think you could tell and uh, I think specifically with this game, like you, you saw with our, our, uh, our plan was to def- kind of sit a little bit more and into that middle, middle block and see if we can catch them. And then, um, and, and also just don't let in goals because everyone knows how good forge are going forward. And basically as we just kind of defended, 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 as it kind of creeped into the second half and they weren't scoring, they started maybe getting a little bit frustrated being like, what's going on. They started misplacing passes. And then, uh, then it just takes one, one chance and, that, and then that's how it is and that's that's football sometimes but uh yeah when it comes when it comes to like executing the plan i think i think we we did it exactly how we wanted to yeah i mean like the um like for yourself obviously like you're an attack-minded guy and like you i yeah. know you kind of want to bomb forward and attack 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 so yeah so how hard was it for you to kind of keep that discipline to, yeah. to not to not do that and keep your your, your position yeah. and make sure that like you're not being overrun yeah, it's 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 tough. I, I don't mind it. I kind of like those games. I like the I like the idea of like all of us working together and like just 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 de- defending as a unit. I for me, I I love that. Um, so I, I don't mind. But that first half, I was like, at times, I was like another right back next to Caden. Like I was I was <laughs> defending deep. And when you defend like that, it is quite hard um, when you do get the ball going forward because because then you're, you're you're quite tired from defending too, right? Because you're there's a lot of distance to try uh, to cover as, as that winger when you're defending so low. Um, but I don't mind. Like I said, I, I, I like, I like that kind of dig in mentality and, and, and grind it out. And then, you know, 
take our chances when we get them. So you you come off like there the the seventy six minute um, and you looked yeah. uh, like not to be cruel but you looked fucked because so, <laughs> it looked like it was a tough game but I mean like like the conditions were, were 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 brutal like how was like playing into like with the the shitty weather oh. and and obviously you're away from home too so you've got like a hostile crowd be, be going at you too how, how how did you cope with all that Oh yeah like you, you said it perfectly it was shitty weather it was like the wind was howling it was hailing it was sideways the fans were like. The, to be fair, that was, I didn't travel to Hamilton this year. I, I picked up a, or maybe it was a suspension. If it was suspension, it sounds like me. But uh, I, uh, I, they're good fans. They, they're good fans, and they'll let you know. So, I, and again, I love that environment. But it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to play in. But um, it's fun when you embrace it. You, you can make it fun and enjoy it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the. Uh... I thought one of my favorite parts of the whole thing was after he was won, uh, there was like a little scattering of Pacific fans uh, in the stands, yeah. which I thought was amazing. So how cool was it to actually see a few like little friendly faces dotted? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the like orange. Small dots in the, in, in, in the sea of orange. Uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Um, I think there's, there's quite a few Ontario uh, boys on the team. And I think they did some recruiting and just bringing as many family and friends as they can to the, to the game. And, and there's also some people that travel too, which is, which is amazing to see. And, and again, it's, it just kind of goes to growing that football in Canada. And it's exciting to see like as a Canadian, seeing that uh, excitement grow. I must say the, the celebrations at the end were, were incredible. You could see how much it meant to everybody. And it was almost like a, a kind of huge relief. So, like you've been on the you've been on the bench there for like the last fifteen minutes. Like, what were your nerves yeah. like for every time of force attacked? It's it's crazy because when I'm out there, like I don't I, I I'm just thinking about my job, doing the job, and uh, just doing the job to my best ability. And then as soon as I go off, I'm like, oh shit, I can't watch this, man. Like I'm I'm freaking out. Like <laughs> at one point, I had my head down like this, and I and I had I can't remember who it was. I was like, just tell me what happened. Like they had a corner. I was like, I don't want to watch. I want to watch. I was a wreck, dude. But I couldn't watch it. It's so nerve wracking. But when you're out there, I you don't notice. It's whatever. But as soon as you sit sit down and start watching, it's like it's sobering. It's 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 kind of funny. But yeah, like what you said, like you could tell when we won. You could see the emotions because it's the amount of work we put in. I I really don't think there there's another team that put in more work than us. Like we we grind and. For those of you uh, who know Pa, like, and even just like peripherally, when you see in the media, like he's an intense guy, and training's intense, and we work hard. So, to to actually get where we wanted to go and uh, and, and achieve our goal, it, it was it was awesome. And it, it was a bit of a relief. Yeah, you, you could tell on our celebrations how much it meant to us. So, uh, how many bottles of champagne did you just go through? Because I saw some of the videos <laughs> from the change room and stuff. Like that. There was there, there was a there was a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of champagne playing around. <laughs> it's funny because we, you know, we have the celebration. We lift the trophy. Like we're, we're having a good laugh out there, confetti and everything. And then, and then we go in, and, and then we're like, and then they hand you goggles, a championship, championship hat, a championship shirt, and you're like, hold on. And then everything's plastered in plastic, and then and like plastic sheets. And then there's just like forty champagne bottles. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about this part of it. Like, all right, let's get wow. going here. And uh, yeah, the, the, the league did an awesome job with that. And Christian Jackson there with uh, with his cameraman, and he's got the goggles on and everything too. And we're, we and then we just kind of went mad a little bit there. All of our hands were so cold, and we we're like shaking trying to open the <laughs> champagne bottles. 
<laughs> this is so so CPL next year just have like little hand warmer things just available. Yeah, space, right? yeah. Or, uh, or maybe they could like pre-open them. I don't know. So, I don't know. Have an official uh, champagne cork popper. Um, exactly. I, I I must say that's that's incredible. Like uh, foresight to put like all the plastic around the. Uh, I know. Uh, you must... if, it wasn't, if it wasn't there, like there would have been all of our phones would have been broken. Like we would have, <laughs> everything would have been drenched. Actually, I would have hated to be the cleanup crew after that. It was so, like there was like like a centimeter of just champagne all over the ground. Well, that's a, I, I, as I said, I saw some of the videos like on uh, TikTok and Instagram, and it was uh, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sure I saw somebody you went to like a, a nightclub or something afterwards, and that looked like it was a blast too. So, and then we, did, yeah, did you travel back? Did, did you travel back the next day? Like, yeah, so we so we hopped on the bus after that, straight out for dinner, food, drinks, and then back back on the bus straight downtown Toronto, and then we we, we all celebrated all night, and then. <clears throat> Then the next day we had to get on the flight. Oh, sweet mother of the Jesus. It was actually funny. I was uh <clears throat> I was I was talking to one of the boys, it was either Sean Young or Callum, and we were laughing at the the posts you put with uh <laughs> I think you tagged me and Busto, but it was like the Simpsons, and they were like <laughs> the uh, it was so funny. I was I was crying at that. I was like, that is it's actually not not like it's pretty accurate. I, I don't know. <laughs> so morning was just like oh, oh yeah a lot of headaches that's amazing so like as you mentioned there like pal like uh he's an intense guy or whatever but like you know he's obviously has your all best interest in heart because he's built like an amazing team spirit and amazing team bond but you know he's won a manager of the year like so yeah. coming from the island games last year which was his first kind of proper year what yeah. kind of ch- did he make many changes like coming into the the new season um you know what? No, not a ton. It, like the, the ethos never changed. And it was, it's, I think the, the best way to describe it is what you said there is spirit and team spirit. And that's something that he's very, very good at instilling and, and motivating players to do that. Um, and, and, and it's not bad considering like where the team was at the first year and then the Island games, which is like, it was eight games. It wasn't even really fully a, a chance to get a hold of it. And then, so to see what he's been able to do these past, I will call it year and a half, season and a half. And uh, it, it, it is quite awesome and it is quite amazing. And it's, and he's totally deserving of that award. But I think that is, that's the biggest one is team spirit. Like he's intense and he'll get on you and, and, and we'll work our ass off. But at the same time, he'll put his arm around you when you need it. And, it, and that's what I think he's very good at. He's very good at it. He's a guy you want to fight for, for sure. Well, he's, he's definitely like, he's, it obviously works because he's brought home a championship, right? So I mean, you can't yeah. really uh, say anything. But I mean, like obviously, in the the off season, like you had like uh, Manny Aparicio coming in, and so there yep. was a couple of like little personnel changes, like so. Departments, yeah. Having having Manny come in because like he, he was like he had such a great season, and I think he was fifteenth, yeah. a little bit ahead of yourself on the the CPL charts. But um, yeah, but how, how much of a difference did he make, and like how did it? How did he? how was like playing alongside him for yeah. yourself uh personally i i i uh i love the guy he's awesome he uh as, as a guy as, as a character off the field i which i think is just, almost just as important as on the field but he he adds a lot he, he's just positive always laughing always smiling and uh and then on the field obviously that speaks for itself his engine's ridiculous i mean we, we all joke like because he's a vegan <laughs> and he can run and he's like he's a, he's he can run for days can he it's non-stop and he's a beast and he's like hey, it's that vegan power you got to get on i was like i don't think i'm gonna get on that but 
I respect it. I respect it. But uh, and you can see, so when you add guys like that into your locker room that are not only like uh, very important on the field, um, but also really important in the locker room. Like I think that goes that goes a that goes a long way because it's all got to gel, and everyone's got to get along. And I think in the locker room we were a very tight knit group. We all enjoyed each other's company. We had a good laugh and. There's nothing, uh, you know, it's very rare you have a team where there's not at least like one or two guys who are just kind of like, I don't know, not there for the team, you know? And and this year, it was not that case at all. Yeah, I, like when he was with um, <clears throat> with York, like, and then he switched to Pacific, I, I was surprised that York would like let a player of that caliber kind of go. And yeah. I, like, you, you guys have been like, like your equipment has been like really kind of, like cool like that you know like like they, they yeah. picked up boost us after season one you came in yeah. manny came in it's just been kind of clever so like is it is, is a party that's finding the players or doing whatever or is there somebody else in behind the scenes who's uh doing yeah. do recruitment definitely pa um again he's a guy you want to go play for our, our front office our, our owners all that stuff and uh also too like now hopefully we'll see like it's evident like the culture that we have. And, and I mean, Victoria is a beautiful place. Like it kind of speaks for itself. Now, hopefully players, you know, should want to come play for us now, now that they see what we do, the way we do it, the culture that we do, do about it. And it's also not a bad place to live, you know? So I think uh, at the beginning, it takes that kind of re- recruiting and that kind of stuff. But now, like I think football and everything else should speak for itself. Um but yeah, and I, I do think it's important at the start of every season to bring in new faces and and have, you know, um, just have some re- refreshments in that sense. Like, I think it's important to 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 stay competitive and and continue your winning ways by just like shaking it up a little bit. Yeah, part of that process, obviously, um, Victor Blasco has kind of moved on. He's gone to uh, Honduras, so you know he's he's been with the team since the beginning. He's kind of been a mainstay. Like, so you just. Tell us a little bit about like how Victor is as a, a person, uh, as a player, and somebody to have uh, in your dressing room. Yeah, he, he sits next to me, uh, yeah, or used to every day in the locker. He, he's a great guy, and he, he's a great character to have. He, he went through a couple uh, bit of hardship this year per, in his personal life, and then also like it's it's sometimes hard to translate that back into footy, and and, and it was a tough year, but it's. That's, that's also life and that's football and that's how it is. But as a guy, he's a top guy. He's a, he's a top friend and he'll, he'll always have your back in that sense. So, um, although it's hard to see, you know, friends and teammates go like, this is, I'm going into like my seventh or seventh professional season, I think. And, uh, or maybe I seven or eight, whatever it is, but, uh, you kind of get used to it. Cause that's just kind of the game and you kind of get used to those goodbyes to friends teammates and and you never know like you end up seeing them again down the line anyway but um but that's football yeah yeah it definitely seems like the uh the canadian game has there's a lot of people who cross paths uh, whether it's in the usl or you now the cpl and stuff like that. I, I think it's kind of cool so uh, um another big part of your season was the canadian championship run um as you kind of mentioned yeah. there the game against vancouver so uh, you were drafted i i, I think i saw somewhere yeah. like by them yeah, so yeah. so so how cool was it for you to kind of get one over them and uh, to score a goal yeah i'll even i'll even go another another step so like like i said i grew up playing in victoria and i went all the way till i was age 17 and uh never really got a sniff at even their residency like they never really brought me in and and all all players like 
decent players in this area and in Vancouver were the ones that went to the residency. And uh, I ended up getting an opportunity to go down and, and got a scholarship to the University of Washington in, in the States. Uh, anyway, so it, it totally worked out, but it's also a little, it kind of gave me a little chip on my shoulder there as well. And then got drafted by them. And then, you know, that didn't really work out. And then I signed with the USL. Um, so there, there was, I got a little chip on my shoulder about that kind of stuff. And so it, obviously it was, uh, it was especially sweet to be able to do that, do that, to, um, in that game. So yeah, it, it was great. It was like such a, it was such a swashbuckling game because it's like end to end stuff. Like you guys yeah. were scoring, they were coming back and the crowd were in behind you. Like how cool is it to be part of like, a, like it's a historic game, obviously for Pacific yeah. too. Like, yeah. like, so how cool is it to be part? Cause it's sometimes hard, like for us normies who don't, who never played professional football, like to kind of understand what it's like for you on the pitch. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. we're, we're watching you guys do it. You know what I mean? So what was it like for you to be yeah. part of the atmosphere and, yeah, it's it's funny. Um, well, for me, I think that was like one of one of the most special games I've ever been a part of, and for for a couple of reasons. Um, obviously, the performance and you know beating a uh, you know the the head club of of the West Coast, but uh, also like like I said, like this this is the first time in my career that I I'm playing games where you know there's many people in the stands there to see uh, see me and the team play. Like before, you know, I played down in the States. Like I played in Salt Lake and Philly and like, I would rarely have people in the, in the stands come, you know what I mean? Just because yeah. no one's around, but I'm here. I got family. I got uh, friends I grew up with, you know, old teachers, old coaches, and they're all at this game watching, uh, watching us play. So in that sense, it's, it's quite very special. And, and uh, I'm grateful for that. Cause I, it's very rare in football. You, you're able to do that in front of your, in your hometown. Right. So, so for me, that was an extra special game and, and to be able to have a good performance as well, that, that made it even better. And obviously to, to, to win that game is, it was awesome. The, the, so, the atmosphere was so, it was so good. It was so good. I don't know if you could tell from the broadcast, but it was awesome. For whatever reason, one soccer cannot get a decent camera angle at your stadium. And it's like, it really takes like, it's not disrespect to them. Cause I don't know. Cause they don't have yeah. the budget obviously of a TSN. I got yeah, it just kind of it takes away from it because I know the place is rocking and it's like it's great and all that, but it's just sometimes when you're watching it, you don't get to, to feel the yeah. vibe, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I know why. I, I, I'll tell you exactly why. So I don't know if you know that, like the stadium, the way it's built. So we got the one side and then the two two end pieces, but where the camera is, there, there's a massive hydro pole. Like it's it's huge, and and to show it like the camera can't go too high otherwise it'll like it's like a it's a risk like they'll get electrocuted from the hydro pole you know what i mean yeah so it's it's like a huge like logistical thing like so what they're they're talking about doing next year like the mayor of like of langford is like moving the hydro pole so they can build another stand and properly have a, a proper camera angle because that's what it is because you you watch those broadcasts and the camera angle is very odd eh like yeah. it's it, it, it's strange I really think that the one soccer like cameraman, like it, it's, it's a danger job, you know, and if you're going to get electrocuted, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's what... Hey. <laughs> hey, you got to get the shots, right? Come on. They, they should be thinking of me at home watching the game and not themselves. Yeah, That's all how, I can say. How committed to your job are you really? You Stick know? on a pair of rubber boots and get on with it. Come on. That's a little, that's a little static shot. Come on, man. So, so um, with, with the game in Vancouver, like, like they didn't, they they didn't like 
send out a second string team. Like when when no. Halifax played Montreal, that they kind of played their second stringers. Um, whereas with you guys, like they had Ryan Gould, who just came from Scotland, and yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, like and he he, he played awesome in the game too. Like I mean, so yeah. Like, that, that must have been a nice little feeling too at the beginning of our taint new guys series too, huh? Sure, for sure. And uh yeah, it was and 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 we see that we see that eleven and then and we're playing, and then we find ourselves like him and that kind of get like the fact that they have their best eleven and we're dominating kind of just fueled us to be even more confident with it, you know. So um the and it also makes it that much more satisfying when you win. And then, and then same thing when we went to Toronto and then we played TFC in the semifinal of the Canadian Championship. Like they didn't, they didn't just throw together an eleven. That was a, that was a solid eleven, and uh, and and we we felt that too. There, they just had a tiny. They just in uh, in all aspects of the pitch, they just had a tiny bit more quality than us, and you know it didn't go it didn't go our way, unfortunately. But um, yeah, it's it is it is great to see these MLS teams like taking us seriously and not just throwing together teams you know they're they're putting up solid 11s and and it's cool from our uh from our perspective as a club like we're three years old and you know like we're we're in our, our club's three years old and we're going toe-to-toe with mls teams now and it's it's, it's quite it's quite cool to see yeah like the the, the toronto game like i like I think they saw the Vancouver game and were like, we can't take this lightly. I mean, like playing like Josie Altador and Pozuelo and stuff like that. They actually had like a, a, Bradley, a proper everybody. team. Yeah, like they had a proper team out. Yeah. Like that, that, the first half, like they really, I wouldn't say they dominated this, but they kind of, you could tell they had that like little extra exactly. step and like Schaffelberg was playing incredible. Like, I mean, he should have had a, a couple good. of goals. But, yeah. but then the second half, as soon as you guys got the goal, like they panicked, you know, and like, I know that you came off and stuff like that, but even like from the sidelines and, and all that kind of stuff, like, do you get a, do you get a sense of that? Like when you're playing, like that you you can kind of like, hey, we actually got a really good chance here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's uh, yeah, it's 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 in instances in the game, and you definitely feel more when when you score. But the when you string together a couple good, you know, good pieces of play together, it's like, hold on a second, we kind of got this, and and you build momentum off that, and 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 it can be anything, like it can be like you know, a chance or it can, you know what it can be, it can be honestly, like someone just sticking a good tackle too. It's like, all right, let's go now. It just, just kind of jolts the, jolts the system, jolts the team. I think we came out a little bit, uh, we respected them a little bit too much in that first half. I think we were maybe a little bit, I don't know. I don't know if nerves was it is the right word, but I think we kind of gave them a little bit too much. Um, but then, then when we, you know, second half, we came out and it, couple plays started going our way and we were like hold on a second they're just football there's 11 football players too like we're in this and we're here for a reason and i think that kind of gets the fire going unfortunately it was a little bit too late by the time we we uh we scored and we're looking for the second but um yeah but it's it for me it's just it's 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 awesome and it's a testament how how much the cpl is growing is like we're, we're teams going against you know mls sides now and if you look at the budgets between like our team and T- <laughs> tfc like it shouldn't have been a two-one game, you know what I mean? But it must be hard, like not to like get starstruck though, too. Like I mean, like you know, like when you're, like you look over and like Michael Bradley's there and Josie Altador. Like it must be like a bit of a weird, like, like you, you know, know what? Yeah, I uh, before the game, it's like oh, we're playing, we're playing that, we're playing them. Like that's 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 quite important. But for, I don't know, like when I'm on the field, I'm just like. They're they're they've got boots on just like me like we're we're 
we're equals here. It's it doesn't it doesn't matter, even though they're they are giant by the way. Like stand next to I'm I'm not a big guy, but like they're huge. Like Michael ba- Michael Bradley and Altador, they're massive. But like when when, when I'm on the field, I honestly I, I don't even think about it. And then it was like after, you know, and it's kind of this the the stung the sting of the loss had kind of settled. I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like, those are some big names, and, and that was a pretty awesome opportunity. But uh, for me, when I was out there, I was just like, this, we're, we're, we're just as deserving to be here as they are, and we're, we're here to compete, you know? Uh, I, I love that. And, I mean, like, like going forward, obviously, every year we're going to – like, the CPL is going to be playing against these teams, and the sooner the better that we all kind of adapt to that and just realize that, okay, like, they're in this league, yeah. but they're still there to be beaten. And, I mean, this year has been – fantastic like i mean like you guys be vancouver did really well against uh toronto and then forge gave um montreal a, a hell of a fright and we we yeah, Halifax themselves played okay too right so i mean it's uh, yeah, they did. They did. yep yep so it's a, it's a really good it's a really good sign for the league that um that the the, the squads that they're putting together are able to go toe to toe and it goes to show you the amount of canadian talent that's kind of fallen through the gaps a little bit and now we have something yeah. to kind of catch them so i mean i mean that, like for yourself i mean like as you say you're playing in usl da, 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 like like the usl i find like it kind of spits people spits people out sometimes you know and yeah. like where, where, where'd you have gone like had you not had pacific you know yeah it's uh well i i it's kind of a funny story like i was uh i was i was in the, i was under contract in, in the usl and uh I went away on loan uh, to a team in Austria. Then I, I was supposed to fly back and see out the rest of my contract. And um, it was right like in the middle of COVID and like the borders had shut and my visa had expired. So I, I was like, oh, like I, I can't get in the state. So I called my parents. I was like, Hey, can I, can I come stay with you guys for a couple of weeks until my visa gets sorted? And this was about a couple of weeks before the Island games. And so I'm sitting at home, like just hanging out, basically waiting get my visa sorted and pa calls me up and he's like hey like what's up like what are you doing i'm like what, what do you mean what I'm, doing? I'm just like i'm That's sitting awesome. at home like, i was like i don't know like I, I'm, just, I'm just i'm just hanging he's like you want to come to island games i'm like okay, okay let's make this happen kind of thing so uh it was kind of uh, like serendipitous in that sense where i was like i was kind of i was in victoria i was hanging around and, and I'm, I'm grateful that the cpl was a thing otherwise i don't know how long it would have taken to get a visa especially in that at that time and it, um so it was quite cool and then basically all uh, the rest is history but uh yeah so i mean i i probably would have still been in the usl hanging around there but the only reason why I also like seek to go down to the states is because nothing was here and that's what this very cool and very special about the cpl is that <clears throat> guys like me canadians like me can have a place to to play and and that's that's awesome I just feel like like Paz like the king of the island. He just knows what everybody's up to and who's there, and you know what I mean. It's like I have, I have no idea how he knew I was just like there. Like my agent didn't say anything. No, I mean the assistant James James Merriman. He's a he's actually an island guy. There's not so on, on Pacific. There's like me, Sean Young, and then James Merriman, who are like the only guys actually like that grew up on the island. And I think maybe he heard through the grapevine that I was there, and then he told Pa, and then. Paul called me, but it's hilarious that Paul just like he knows. He's like he's got those instincts. That's amazing. So, um, looking to 2022, uh, you'll get to play in the Concacaf League. Yeah. Uh, how much are you looking? For, how much are you looking forward to the challenge? Like you're gonna get to play in some oh, yeah. cool places, man. 
awesome man i'm i'm so excited um it's just again it's it's uh some great opportunities and also let's i'm excited to kind of put canadian football on the map too like same thing as we were doing against you know those mls teams like i want to do that against other top clubs in uh in Concacaf. so it's it's cool it's exciting i um i have to ask you i had charlie adams on the the podcast uh, before yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, he was part of your Austrian adventure, I believe. I think. Yeah. He was yeah, yeah. So, so he, he said it was like a, a crazy, a crazy time. So how was, how was it for you? I, I, I just had to ask you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Like uh, when we talk about how small the world, the football uh, community is, it's like I played with Charlie in 20, 20- I don't even know what year this was. Now. Maybe 2017, 2018 in uh, Real Monarchs in Salt Lake City. And then he went away and then I, I stayed there. And then all of a sudden I go out on loan to this like project team in Austria. And then he's just like there. Like, it's just like, oh, what's up? what's up, Charlie? What's up, man? What's going on? Like just some like random, like small, like ski town in the middle of Austria. And he's just, he's just sitting there like in training. I was like, oh, what's up, man? So it's uh that that was cool to have like and there was a few other American uh like not American but like USL players and those guys that were were over there so we had a little community but it was quite an experience I mean the reason why I initially went out there was uh I played four years in the USL and like I felt like I needed a little bit of a change and, and I I hadn't really bridged that gap to the MLS and I was like I I want to shake things up and uh, this this opportunity presented itself and and I was and me and another teammate were like let's go let's go try it out. So we went and played for a season. It was, it was interesting. It was it was it was quite an experience, but um, it did it didn't end up panning out to what we all wanted exactly. But uh, it's it's an experience I, I'm glad I had. And I, I learned a lot from it. Yeah, like Char- Charlie was saying that like everything closed early, and like uh, I think he said that uh, before a game, like some guy like had forgot to get groceries, so he ended up having McDonald's before a game and all this kind of stuff because there's nothing open. It, 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 it's been a, yeah, because because it's been a shit show because you had like maybe a group of like full-time professionals coming in to like try and bring this third division club to the top flight. Like that was the plan. So, but then you also had like half the team that were like semi-professional who were like, so it was a weird mix of like professionals and like semi-professional and like trying to like come together. It was of like people from all over too. It, it was interesting and it, it was fun. It had its, it had its, uh, speed bumps but uh like i said it was a good it was a good experience i just think it'd be kind of funny like that you, you, you go to the bank or something like that and there's like your teammate in behind the counter you know what i mean yeah it so you were uh the coach there was christian ziga where he was like uh yeah they taught him lyrical and stuff like that so and, and that was a big selling point to come out to go out there and uh so so what was he like ah uh, he's also super professional um and then anytime you have a like a like a, a guy that's ha- like he, he's he's had such an amazing career, you got to try and learn as much as you can off that guy. And uh, it, it was cool to to play under him. And uh, and it, just like having a and also just like playing in a team where English isn't the first thing uh, the first language is it's also a bit of a learning curve as well. But uh, it was cool. Yeah, it, it was a great experience. So what's the German for pass the fucking ball? <laughs> it's past the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> I love, it, I love, it, I love it. So, um, <laughs> I, I, I could keep talking to you all day, man. It's it's, it's so much fun, but I have to let yeah. you go. Uh, but before I do, 
uh, yeah. every every show I ask everybody the same question. You're going to play in a five side tournament from the players okay. you, from the from the players you played with who makes yeah. your team. Okay, from the players I played with. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, so I think some of my friends are going to get mad at me if I don't put them in here. But um, <laughs> in goal, I'll go. I'll go Spencer Ritchie. He's nice. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gone to the fire, Chicago. He's gone to Chicago with the fire. Yeah, he's a, he's a very good buddy of mine too. Um, in the mid, uh, in this, I'll go goal. I'll go one, two, one. Is it, what, what kind of formations guys doing? Is that is that usually well, it? Well, uh, so, so some people won't put a goalie in. They'll, they won't they'll, put a goalie. Yeah, because they'll say, "Oh, it's a small goal game," so they put like those five outfield oh, players. <laughs> but you can, okay. but you can do whatever you want to, man. Too late. I've already put him in. Okay, so. Center back, you know what I'll go? I'll go, I'll keep it local. I'll go Lucas McNaughton. Quality. He's been yep. he's been very quality this year. Very, very good. The midfield, I will go, I will go hmm. Christian Roldan. The for, for the Sounders, I played at university with him as well. James Chambers. He he played like 12 years in Leave Ireland, came to Philly for like a bunch of years, was a coach. He's actually the assistant at Colorado Rapid. Uh sorry, Colorado's uh switchbacks. You should get him on. He's he's a very close buddy. He, he's coaching now. Is this is this? He's probably had one too many Guinnesses now. But can, can we talk about it in his prime? Can I have him? Yeah, of course. Okay. Put him in there. Yeah. Quality. He's very good. And uh, let's go up top. Let's see. You know, I'll keep it local again. I'll go Bustos. Marco Bustos up top. So can you just recap your team for me? Yeah, let's go. Spencer Ritchie, Lucas McNaughton, Christian Roldan, James Chambers. And Marco Bustos, man, that's a, that's a pretty sick fucking team. <laughs> yeah, I'll, be the, I'll be the water boy too. Yeah, uh, uh, some people put themselves in because like they're really full of themselves, and then other people <laughs> just uh, uh, on the the coach or they'll go like on the uh, on on the bench. So, man, it's been an absolute pr- pleasure talking to you. Um, congrats on an amazing season. Uh, it's great to see good people doing well. So you know, like, although I'm a fan yeah, of a different team, much, man, yeah, it's, uh, it's great it to see. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for everything. Thanks for uh, all you do for the for the league and stuff too. I I, re- I appreciate that, man. You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast, recorded in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Head to downthepub.ca to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, cheers. Mm-hmm.